You are now listening to the most talked about radio show in your city. This is Shut Up and Talking Radius Radio. I am LB Johnson. This your boy Buck Dangerous. Buck, how you feeling, bro? Uh, new week. Feeling good, yes, man. Yes. I'm rested up, even though it's a Tuesday. Fuck it. It's man, it's been like like it, the weekend was busy, but now it's kind of it's, it's off to a slow start, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know we're gonna hit the ground running. We got a lot to do this uh, coming into this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we're, we're ten days away. From the uh, Grown and Sexy Prime, that's an adult prom. Yes, sir. Going down at the uh, Albuquerque Convention Center, uh, June 29, 2019. Tickets still on sale. Go to HopeMyTicket.com and uh, just put in one night only for your tickets. Uh, but we just get everything, all the final touches. Man, we went and did a walkthrough with the decorator. Really excited about all her ideas. Uh, she got me hella juiced, man. It's the more folks that just be inboxed hidden. I put up uh, the posts or the nominations. Not the nom- I put up the post for nominations for the king and queen, and that shit went crazy. Everybody want to be the king and the queen. A lot of folks hit me up in the inbox asking, "You guys are really doing the king and queen?" Man. I'm like, "Yes." Here's the thing, though. We can't we can't crown nobody. We gotta see them. No. We gotta see what they coming so, and look so like. So here, here's how we're gonna do it. Yeah, we let everybody nominate. I'm gonna pick the top ten out of those nominations, and then everybody when they come in will be able to vote. On the top 10. So it won't be everybody that they nominated. Yeah. It'll only be the top 10. It depends how many it is. It might only be a top five. But everybody will vote on the top 10 or top five. And then that's how we'll pick the winner based on who they vote on the night of. Okay. Actually, at the prom. Gotcha. Uh, we got, I mean, we got the king and queen going down. Uh, we got some live dancers coming through uh, uh, to give us some, uh, some entertainment. Yeah. Uh, we got the, the two, uh, two DJs live in the mix. And I think we even got a band going to show up, man, and surprise us. A lot going on that night, man. A lot of entertainment. <laughs> a lot of fun. It's going to be a great, crazy night. Plus, man, photo op on top of, uh, of course, having, you know, be able to do their prom photos. We'll have a live photographer going around, taking pictures of folks dancing, whatever folks are doing. And then In they'll action. They'll have the, the option to actually purchase them pictures. Basically, here's what's dope about it. The photographer's taking all these pictures, and then they get to go pick whatever pictures they like. Hey, oh, that was a dope picture of me. I want that picture. They can pick them out. So we're going to Bud and beyond of what happened at uh, uh, your high school prom. Because high school prom promised them their Polaroid. You had to wait three weeks before you see what you look like. Uh, it was, uh, what was that company that did the shit? Oh, the same shit. <laughs> uh, what is it? Not, uh, not, uh, I can't think of it right now. But you remember, I know exactly used, what you're talking used about. used to get the little test photo. Yeah, and you had to wait. Or what the fuck was you it? You had to wait a whole fucking month to get the, uh, you be down there graduated and yeah, dropped bro. out. Nigga, and what sucked is you don't wait three weeks. Once you got the pictures, that was it. Mm-hmm. It's like there was no get back. Like like you couldn't say, oh, I need retakes. Nothing. It was just like, all right, well, you gotta live with them. Whatever you look like, your prime. That's what you look like. Yeah, real shit. It, it man. sucked. It was not a good look. High school. Oh, I can't think of it. It was the same. I know exactly. Did everyone <laughs> like like they international or some shit? Yeah. Or then again, that might they, be why it they took had so a long. Monopoly on that shit. Yeah. It was one company doing every fucking. That might have been why it took so mm-hmm. long. It's because they like they're international. They had to send out yeah. for them bad boys. Man, I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, I know exactly. Damn, just on tip of my tongue. Can't think of that shit. We'll uh, figure it out. Yeah, we got yeah, time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but man, we got. Let's talk about your boy, man. Who's you that? You know, about? it's it's we, we we've been well. We got a lot going on. So let's yeah. let's go through some good ghetto gospel. Go through all the different things that been going on. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Raptors, Toronto Raptors, uh, doing a damn thing. Next, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's all you get. Look, this is about uh, this is about the only time I'll be patriotic. Yeah, I want America, bro. Fuck, yeah, look, yeah, always. Fuck Toronto, bro. I, it fuck, was a trip. They said this Canada. is the first time in history. Yeah, that that Canada like it has won. Well, it ain't like them niggas been playing basketball in the NBA a long. Yeah, time. real talk. Nigga, we old enough to remember when Vancouver and yeah, all that yeah, yeah. came into the league, but. They shot him. Damn, that, nigga, with, uh, they, Vince Carter and shit. Yeah, 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 yep. damn. When uh, the, the big country and all them motherfuckers. Yeah. But I'll say this, man. The motherfuckers got lucky. They yeah. lucky. Yeah. Niggas got injured and hurt, hurt and yeah. shit. Because, you know, put it this way. If KD wasn't hurt, the series would have been uh, over Katie in KD showed that. He showed that in, when he came in for, what, all of a quarter and a half. Yeah. He showed, like, imagine if he was in a whole game. Well, not, and then... 
I still think they would have won without him if Clay Thompson would have got wouldn't have got hurt. That, that nigga yeah, was Clay was doing the same thing. That end, I'm sorry, but on both sides, whether they're in Oakland, whether they're in uh, Toronto, to me, there's a lot of calls that weren't calling. Man, them, them refs was definitely uh, calling extra shit for the Raptors and not enough for the Warriors. But my thing is, I see somebody put up the post and they're talking shit about the Warriors. Oh, why the Warriors? Who's the winners this year? And I'm like, can the niggas take a break? Yeah, like exactly. literally, yeah. they've been in the playoffs the last five years. The finals, right? Yeah, they're probably at the finals, finals the last five years. Yeah. Like, nigga, can they take a break? Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers going on Bahama cruises. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Y'all taking, they on boats yeah. and shit with their Y'all families. doing big shit. <laughs> These niggas still got to work. And then only fans left. Let them niggas breathe. That's why I was like, for them to even get where they got this time, back in the finals, back in the, the last game, to make it 3-2 before they, you know, they lost it all. That was our, yeah, 3-2 before they lost it all. That was huge to me. I mean, they, I mean, they made Oakland proud. They made the Bay proud, you know. Right. They made their fans proud. So they did the damn thing. So congratulations to the Raptors, but Warriors Nation, we still ride the Dub Nation. Y'all know what it is. Nah, nigga, I'm a Laker fan, so. Look. But we see, back, bro. We I, back. I, I, and see, and we that back. was the other one. We back. Look, and, and I'm, I'm excited to see what they do now. I mean, they got Davis. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, I mean, they, they had LeBron, some, they but they said LeBron needed some help. He finna get some help. LeBron got Davis, and we know LeBron is definitely running things. I mean, just based on the way everybody kind of responded yeah. to Magic stepping down, and we, we and LeBron made that comment about right. feeling like why Magic didn't let him know he's stepping down. And this, I like, I, go ahead. This is what's gonna happen, I think. Folks forget LeBron is like 35. Yeah, yeah. He only got, I mean. Is he 34, 35? He literally, bro, he got to be. LeBron is 35. Nigga been played in 33 straight, goddamn. (laughs) Nigga been playing in the NBA since middle school. He's been a star like from day one. That's what we got to remember. LeBron came in as a star and has never stopped. He joined the league in sixth grade, bro. Yeah, like. Nigga old, man. He's 34. He's 34. That nigga, he had hair, then lost hair, then got hair again. That's how old as he is. Yeah. LeBron, this is the year LeBron lets somebody else like be, raises him up, right? Be the star, and then he kick it in when they need him. That's See, what's gonna to happen. Me, I always, this is why I always said Shaq was one of the greatest players. It wasn't just the fact that Shaq did his damn thing on the court, but to me, it was like every the team around him, Shaq made better. I mean, that's right. evident. We've seen in the Lakers, when before the Lakers, when he was with Orlando, everywhere he went, Shaq made that team better. When he went over to uh, uh what was it? Where did he go for a say? Uh, was it Arizona? Yeah, Miami. He went to Miami for a minute. Wherever he went, he made the team better. And to me, that's the difference between an all-star, uh, you know, player Superstar. and a suit. There you go. That's yeah. the difference. So, for me, that's what I've been waiting LeBron. LeBron has always got rings, but they always say LeBron does all the work. Even in Cleveland, they will say LeBron see, did all the work. This is where I've been that waiting stops, to see. Think, yeah. This is where it stops because... You can't be that old yeah. carrying the yeah. team, especially in the West, man. I want to see him wake play. up and actually be a captain right. and coach You know, coach his team to victory. Not just do all the work and, and get all the good shots, but raise up some players that are just as great as him and do his damn thing. To me, we'll that's see. one thing even Kobe did towards the end. Oh, it took Kobe yeah. a lot of years to get there. Yeah. Kobe was another one. Kobe that was, he was like, trying I'm going to do my thing, bro. But, but they, the nigga didn't have no help for a while. Yeah, they very true. So, but but before he left, Kobe definitely stepped up and it was able to be a true captain and and, and build a team around him and make them greater. That, that's how I like I like how we started with the Raptors and got yeah. to the real team. Yeah, you know, no question. Nigga, no, no question. T- quit lying. Look. Niggas didn't want. I never watched the Raptors. Look. I haven't watched the Raptors since Vince Young. Look. I mean, not Vince Young. Vince Carter, nigga. And now, only reason why I watched them because they was in the finals. Well, let's be honest. The, the <laughs> best them. move they ever made, and I got to give him props, and that's why we we see him anywhere you mention Raptors, or you or he's mentioned too, is Drake. Drake. The best yeah. thing that happened to the Raptors was Drake. Yeah. Drake being caught be, being the brand ambassador, literally put them in everybody's attention, everybody's eyes. You made them watch them, and then they had to do better. That and you know they playing the East. They ain't really playing nobody. Yeah, them niggas mean, wait. They they got where they they. They should put an asterisk on their title. I know people going to be mad, but let's be real. <laughs> Nigga, they didn't play the real Golden State Warriors. Yeah, no. They didn't play yeah. Golden State like LeBron they, look, was playing them niggas. They can't say, like, we beat Golden nah, State. Nigga, y'all nah, beat the B team. You really, State. literally, in, in his – and, and man, I love Dub Nation. I love the whole team. But one thing you got to – we witnessed – is when that when that that bench came up when that that second I'm gonna say that secondary team so to speak yeah man it was just like but they would be up ten nah, and you man you can't have a team where yeah, Draymond is yeah. the main nigga bro come no. on yeah like <laughs> no look so yeah no question about it man you know and not taking away from their win y'all they 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 got it 
Nigga, I'm but, taking away. Fuck look, that. But do do I do I do I imagine see them? Are they gonna do a? I ain't gonna fucking repeat. Nah, ain't gonna back to back. Nah, nah, they done did it. Done. Got to mention what is Kawhi, Kawhi, whatever the nigga name is. He Kawhi gone too. Yeah, he gone. He's, they talking about he going to the Clippers. But yeah. if he's smart, he should stay. Stay there. That's what I would do. You got your ring. You got two rings actually. With one with San Antonio. Build your brand. That's what I would do. Be one the, more year. Be, be the king of fucking Canada. One more year. Nobody yeah, yeah. else is up there. Stay there. Because if you come to LA, you're gonna take a backseat to the Lakers. Anyway, yeah. Not, Literally, there's not many places. He, any anywhere he goes, he's gonna have to go to a team that doesn't already have anyone established. Mm-hmm. He can't go to any of the All Star teams. So I'm like, you just made your team is right now the All Star team. Stay there, build that like Steph did. Steph had the option to leave it. Steph stayed. You know, mm-hmm. KD. Everybody they, they they made the decision to stay. Draymond right. made the decision to stay. Stay with that team, man. Keep the, make that team great. But that'll probably be the last time y'all see it. Finally, yeah. He he cool. Yeah. He cool. On that note, man, let's do this. Let's take a break. Nigga, I'm proud of this nigga talk sports for 10 minutes. Let's get it, man. This nigga talk sports for 10 minutes. Look, man, look. Hey, look, I told you, I watched the Super Bowl and the finals, man. That's that's when it matters. Look, hey, on that note, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, man, we got to talk about this weak-ass president, uh, Donald motherfucking Trump, and what he had to say about the exonerated Central Park Five. More Shut Up and Talk after this. We'll be right back. Best way to, to 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 yeah man. You know what man? I, you know what? After watching the show on Netflix, which is one of the the best shows I've ever seen, not yeah. on Netflix but I, anywhere. But um, yeah, you know what? It made me think of how just reading a story in the media doesn't know justice. It yeah. desensitizes yeah. everything. No matter how much we read about something or even just watch videos on something. It's not real to us because yeah. we're not in that time. Watching that movie took all of us into each of those boys and those yeah. men's lives and, and gave us a glimpse of what they endured for all those years. What blew me away is I kept waiting. Excuse me. I, I was waiting to see, like, why they got convicted. You know, like, right. even, you know, at the beginning, when, I, when I, you, you, you hear them coercing them and everything... You hear them coercing them and everything. You're like, okay, sound good. You know, but we see them doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, this they're going to fix that real quick. This will come out in the, in the you know, once all the evidence really comes out, they'll figure out that they, you know, made them say it or whatever. Right. But it's like, it never did. No. Uh, the hardest thing they for me. They wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hardest thing for me even watching it. Oh, let me cut this off. Those people stole from you. You can't buy back. The hardest thing for me even watching this was realizing that it wasn't a it wasn't a movie. It wasn't gonna there wasn't gonna be a great climax. There wasn't gonna be a part that they come in and it, uh, everything that they said happened didn't really happen. Like everything we witnessed, everything we were seeing was everything that actually happened. Right. And so there was no uh, I guess break, if you will. Mm-hmm. This shit. 
There was no break. There was no, there was no moment where the director said, hey, we need to make this more uplifting at this part of the movie because it's a, it's a true story. So they can't show what never happened. In this case, literally, these boys never got a break. Right. It, it was something right after the other. Oh, man. That was the <laughs> hardest part. Even watching it, bro. I was like, nah, this can't be like legit. Like, this didn't really happen. And then the, the fact that they allowed it to happen, you know, and, and that that these these mothers and these parents were so, uh, uh, shit, what's the word I'm looking for? They were so, uh, they had no power. They had no, helpless. they were, yeah, they were helpless. They Here were, we go. They were at the mercy of the justice system. Every step of the way. Every move they made, even when they got lawyers, the ones that did, you know, it wasn't enough. You know what I think what we're doing is part of the problem. Come on, You know why I say it's part of the problem? Why are we still in shock that this happens? This happened in the 80s, 90s. Well, I'm just saying this story, not as a whole. Um, Look at us now. We're in 2019, and me and you as grown, middle-aged men are still saying... I can't believe this happened. Yeah, yeah. When do we get to the point where we say, okay, we know this yeah. shit happens. What can we do to prevent it? I think this is one of those pivotal movies that should make us open our eyes and say, stop saying, I can't believe this happened. Because yeah. that's part of that's part of what they want us to do. Yeah. They want us to look at the, 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 the Tamir Rice's and... And uh, uh, Philando Castillo yeah, yeah. and all them, and keep saying, "I can't believe, I can't." When can we finally say, "You know what? God damn, this shit happened." It's still happening. It's happening. It, what it, can we do to stop it and prevent it? Even with the Black Lives Matter movement, to me that was, and I, I use the word movement because literally it moved in and moved out, it moved on. Uh, but literally, it was it, that that because there were so all these killings, but it wasn't new killings. No, there were these were just killings that we just yeah. finally had the technology that's to record. That's it. That's it. They just they got some on tape. Even the Trayvon Martin, like this stuff been happening. It's been happening, and and, and uh, um, what we did was we said, okay, we finally got receipts. Yeah. Receipts don't mean a goddamn nothing. Thing. Nothing. nothing. Um, as far as Black Lives Matter, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, but I want to get back to the. Uh, to the subject, but I want to say this: Black Lives Matter ain't shit, but a reincarnation of Black Power. Yeah, yeah. Well, black I, Power. I oh, it was the same. It yeah, was yeah. the same. Remember when Black Power came about because we was tired of the Martin Luther King nonviolence. Yeah. We want to take. We want to do this. We wanted more the Malcolm X approach. What happened was white media took it as us being hostile yeah. and angry niggas and. Same thing with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Everybody came about with the all lives matter, but these these black people are just making it about they, themselves. They turned it into a game. There you go. And, you know, this this stuff continues to happen as long as we continue to say things like, I can't believe this is happening. It's our, It's been happening. Yeah. When can we believe it? When it happens to us? Well, see, now, and I want to, throughout the, the, the night, while we're talking about this, I want to talk about, the, they said, the five takeaways from when they see us. And the first yes. one was Ava DuVernay's deliberate decision uh, make it for when they see us. And she says, while discussing, well, she said, while discussing her vision for the program, DeVerne says she wanted the series to spark dialogue and spur viewers to take action. And that right. goes along with what you're saying, but the goal yeah. was to create something yeah. that stuck to your ribs. I love yes. that she used that verbiage. Yes. And that wasn't junk food. Was to create something that was going to be the catalyst for conversation. She said, entertainment serves all kinds of different purposes. I love horror. I love romance. I love action. But to be able to create something with my collaborators that is actually going to move people to action, move people to evaluate what they think and how they behave in the world was our goal. And to me, the quick evidence of that is with Joshua Jackson, who played one of the lawyers, uh, his comments on, uh, 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 on the movie. Right, he was an actor in the movie, but he even said, he said after hearing the story and yeah. being in this movie, he said we need to change the name. Right. Uh, when, and he was talking about justice. Right. There what we are not this is not it's the not justice, justice system. It's not justice. We're right. not that's not what we do. We, right. we 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 make our own or not we they make their own narrative narrative and whatever they need us that narrative to serve, that's what they do. And that's harmful to us. That's harmful to, to anybody without power or money. And that's basically damn near everybody, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you. Um, because you got to understand, we have the percentages. The top 1% can get away with damn near anything. Yeah. It's the people like us who have to deal with the brunt of the prejudice and the racism mm-hmm. that, you know, that if they say you did it, 
Nigga, you did it. We and just, it's, it's crazy that we have to wait to be, they had to wait all those years. I don't give a damn how much money they gained. Yeah, seven. yeah. When we looked at, me and you, we watched the the, the Aftermath uh, interviews uh-huh. with Oprah. And and the, the first thing that I saw, L, and I wasn't going to tell you, I was like, I'm going to wait for LB to watch this. I came in that thinking, if, if, if you've watched, and I'm sure everybody's watched it, when I saw Corey. Yeah, yeah. I thought Corey was going to have the mental mindset that Anton had. Yeah, yeah. Just broken. Anton is beyond repair. repair. He just broke it. And with reason, I mean. said, everything was taken from him. Yeah, everything. I mean, his, mind you, his dad made him tell a lie to the police that got him convicted for all those years. In the movie, you see Corey get beat up. You don't see any other ones get beat up. But we know. You, we know it was more than that. They went to jail for rape, and they were stars. Mm-hmm. They were like in the public. In the right. public, everyone knew who they were. They knew the names, they yeah. Knew the faces. They, they even on the Oprah interview, they talk about them losing their innocence in jail, but they don't say virginity. And I'm like, realistically, you, I mean, anyone, if you, you know what they do to rapists in jail? Yeah. They rape rapists in jail. They beat rapists ass in jail. Anton said, literally, he said, by the time I got to, uh, to, to jail, because he was in, you know. Four of them were in juvenile hall. Juvenile, he yeah. said, "I got, I put on some weight, weight and on. working out, and I basically said I knew how to fight, protect myself. Yeah, I knew how to protect. That's what they had to do because they were literally they were going to jail as rapists. So it's so much bigger than just. It's sad enough they got put in jail for all those years, but on top of that, them boys weren't in jail just Bro. able to do their time. Bro, them they, boys lived their time daily. They were black boys." Mm-hmm. That media and the public said raped a white woman. Come on, man. Think Brutally about, raped a white woman. Think about, this is what I say, when sh- are we going to get to the point where we say this shit is not shocking? Yeah. We could go back to Emmett Till. Yeah. Emmett yeah. Till whistled, well, the lady lied and said he whistled at her. He was a boy, a black yeah. boy, a white woman. He got killed for that. Yeah, yeah. And she comes back many decades later she and says, lied. I lied about it. And there's no repercussion. Just, Nothing. just as we're looking at the prosecutor, we're looking at the the pro, the person. I Linda Fairstein. Linda Fairstein. Stein all the him. bullshit that she's yeah. she's gained so much clout. Bruh, she had professional. I think, I think they said like five books, man. Uh, uh, fictional books, children's books. This woman. Uh, she's she was the head of like three different organizations. Bro, she built her career. Yeah, behind, bruh. And she knew it, and, and it, it's to the point where. It's like, okay, I know, like we said, we watch the show and we're broken. But goddamn, when can we stop getting beat on and broken Come on. and do something? Yeah. We have to do something, man. And um, you know what's the, the best part about that movie that I didn't think they were going to touch on was the Donald Trump part. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they put actual fucking yeah. footage. Of Donald Trump, the motherfucker that is now our president, took out ads in you took out full page ads. I think he paid eighty five thousand dollars. They said damn near a million for full page ads (laughs) Mm -hmm. to say that these boys that they should be death penalty. They all should get the death penalty. What's what's even makes it worse? They interviewed him. I'm not. I got the audio, but I'm not. I don't want. I'm not gonna run. I don't want to hear his voice. But they asked him, okay, now that you've seen it, now that we know the facts. Will you, will you apologize? This was today. Yeah. This was today. They said, in light of the highly acclaimed Netflix series, excuse me, mm-hmm. Netflix series, When They See Us, Donald Trump was asked if he wanted to apologize to the exonerated Central Park Five. In 1989, Trump called for the execution of the teens who were falsely accused of raping a jogger in Central Park by taking out ads in New York City newspapers to reinstate the death penalty in light of the case. While the five men were exonerated in 2002, thanks to DNA evidence, Trump is refusing to apologize. When asked about the situation today, Trump told reporters, you have people on both sides of that. They admitted their guilt. He then referred to Linda Fairstein, who served as a prosecutor in the case, and stood by the prosecution in, a, in an opt for the Wall Street Journal last week. Trump stated, if you look at Linda Fairstein and look at some of the prosecutors, they think that the city should have never settled that case. So we'll leave it at that. See, this is the same shit he pulled in Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah. The same, it's fine people on both sides. No, it's not. Man. Here's I mean, the reality. That's not, that's not real. Linda Fairstein, could, she can't apologize. 
Now, well, now she can, but she couldn't because, like you said, she built her career, her, her life, yeah, her lifestyle. Her and not that. just her, but even the uh, the prosecutor. Right. Every they 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 have to go to death. Did they have to ride it out and say, no, we did nothing wrong, they, and they got, we had all the evidence. They're working at universities. Come on, man. Professors. Here's so, the reality: they use their place, especially Fairstein. Being the the best way to think of her is she is literally, <coughs> uh, uh, like you look at SVU. Love the show, watch it all right. the time. But but she ran that. She ran SVU, mm-hmm. and literally she made her detectives, Ice T, and all the homies. She made them go in there and get confessions. Make them boys tell you what happened by any means necessary. Yeah. And that's what they did. That's why. And I love that even the boys when they asked about Linda Fairstein, they said she is just one of them. Not one of them boys was just like, yeah, she deserves it. She, they yeah. was like, she just won. She just won. It was yeah. a lot more people involved in sending us to jail. She's just one. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're not, yeah, it's, it's yep. cool to hear what's happening to her. Right. But everybody need to get their legs. from the everybody top to look. the bottom. Um, to be honest, you know how pivotal that this whole case is? Think about who prospered out of that case. Donald Trump is the fucking president. president bro, yeah. You can't get no yeah. prosperous than that. Come on, no bro. more prosperous than that. And I said, it started from the top. All the way into the bottom, these guys were looked at as names, niggas, and and convicts from the very beginning. Can you? And I didn't realize, I didn't realize how really young they were. Yeah. Because you know we watched the show. We watched yeah, the show, yeah. and you know you you have to do the time lapse, and you know the show. I love. I know people are speaking of the actor who played Corey, yeah. but you know who the the, the one that I, in the first episode, his name was Asante Black. Yeah, yeah. He played Kevin Richardson. Mm-hmm. The way he was in that in that um, when they were interrogating him. Yeah. It made me think if I was that age, right. that I'll be the I'll be so scared. Man, they yeah. hit this little kid, gave him a black eye, and then lied and said that the woman gave him the black eye. That's what yes. they originally told him. Told the other boys yeah, that the he woman, had the black eye from yeah. the jogger. So as a kid, you know, you just want this shit to stop. Yeah. So I didn't realize how really young they were until I went on the internet and looked up the real yeah. quote unquote confession. 14 and 15 issue. These motherfuckers was kids. You, you know what hit me the hardest uh, outside of, of course, Corey and Everything he went through later, but that reminded me of my mom being a single mother and everything with Corey. But was was uh was it Ramon? Uh, was his name? Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, I want to say it was Ramon, but uh uh, uh it is it with his dad. And for his, when he goes into yeah yeah yeah, his dad came to get yeah, him, and he was hungry. And he said he, he's eat something, mm-hmm. and his dad thought he was taking him home. They take him out. He's still in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. He lays on his grandma's lap, and he like, hey, can I go get him some food? And the dude said, oh, he'll eat eventually once we process him. He's like, hold on. The only reason Ramon told the confession was thinking he was going, he was home. going home. They had they all these him. boys believing. Just tell they the truth this, and go and home. home. And, and after hours, that's the main thing. They all, all, uh, 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 they all said they were innocent. Right. They all rode on their innocence for hours. Till they couldn't no more. Even understand that the, the one police officer even says, admits that, yeah, they told us several times they, they were, didn't do it. They didn't realize what really happened until they ended up all in that same yeah. room. And then they started and they talking. Were like, oh, you're such and such. And the first time they, a lot of Because only two of them knew each other. Corey yeah. and the uh, 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 Muslim brother yep. was the only ones that knew each other. The rest of them, they didn't know each other. Yeah. That's crazy, man. It's you know what's so funny? Well, I ain't even gonna. No, it ain't funny. Yeah, we all have stories mm-hmm. of where we could have been in that situation. Yeah, and I'm man. not trying to take away from the real story, but the first it just thing shows I they're still about, doing it. The first fucking thing I thought about, and I've told the story on the show before. Me and my friend, where the girl mm-hmm. said he raped her, and I was on. The, I was the lookout. You know how fucking scary that was watching yeah. that. How. One misstep, one mm-hmm. thing going the other way, you could have been locked the fuck up. And there's so many black men who has these stories that you could say, if, if things push came to this way or you got pushed that way, you could be locked up for bro, years. I, I remember literally waking up to the police, bro. 
and and they literally came to my house, kicked to the door. My son there. I remember my mom. My mom was there. I remember they rushing everybody in the rooms, and they, I'm sitting at my uh, computer at my studio, similar to how I am now. And they put come in, freeze. They the house surrounded, bro. I live in the cul-de-sac. Put mm-hmm. handcuffs on me and everything. And I, yep. they take me down to the to, to they take me to Fairfield, to to uh, the police station in Fairfield. And you never have been there. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Still don't know why. I'm like, what the hell did I do? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, nigga. Oh, I sold that dime bag and they find like some mm-hmm. fingerprints from back in the. Right. I'm thinking of all the crimes I did when I was young because this was when I was like 20. I was in my yeah. 20s when this shit happened. Yeah. Bro, I get there and I sit in a room and when they tell me what it is, and basically we had been out kicking with some chicks. Shit went down. I ended up kicking with a chick separately. Uh, one of one of the one of the friends. I leave the house. Afterwards, I guess some other dudes came through and, and shit went down. The girl called Ray. Long story short, when I sat in there, bro, and he's asking me questions and I'm just keeping it raw. I said, yeah, I'm. I said, I, I said, dude, I'm telling you straight up, man. We was in the thing. The girl told me I wouldn't show her my dick. I showed it to her. She started sucking it. I said, yeah, I told her straight up, man. I started eating her pussy on the table. Like I'm, I'm going like detail, right, right, vulgar. Right. I'm like, man. I said we fucked in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Then we fucked again you in the back seat of the really car. Happened. Like I said, then we dropped right. Like I told him the whole thing. Said when I dropped, dropped. I said when I left, she was happy, but cool. She was snoring on the couch. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. When it was all said and done, he said, you know what? I've, he said, I've interviewed two of your partners, and I've interviewed the little girl. Mm-hmm. She said, you're the only, he said, you're the only story that even makes sense. Uh-huh. Your timeline, everything. He said, I'm going to let you go. He said, but don't go too far. Needless to say, I hopped on the plane that night. But <laughs> I knew I didn't do shit wrong. Yeah. And when it was all said and done, she admitted it. What ended yeah. up happening is, I guess she, uh, her boyfriend or somebody found some pictures or something when she got home. Boyfriend or mom, somebody. So she did what a lot of them. It was a white girl. They do what a lot of them do. Started coming out with the lies. I don't know them. Oh, they took advantage of me. You know, whatever. But like, but she did admit that no, it definitely wasn't them. When I guess because they had, they took pictures of me, they showed nurses. Like, no, it wasn't them. So I was good to go. But again, like you said, once you're in that room, man, anything can happen. You know, right. you you pray to get. And I'm not gonna say every police officer is foul and wrong and corrupt, but there's a lot that are. Man, fuck that, bro. I can't even look. This is the type of thinking that I have after watching all the shit, including this show yeah. when they see us, including social media, yeah. including history. I'm not afforded that right to say, well, some cops, fuck that. You can't separate them. I can't because, yeah. you know, and you know, I have people who are friends who husbands are cops or brothers yeah. and all that. That's fine and fucking dandy. Mm-hmm. But those ain't the motherfuckers I've came in contact yeah, with. Yeah. And the problem is. Y'all niggas ain't the ones pulling me over. No, no. Whether y'all is at the desk, administrative, y'all is nice to them, officer friendly ass motherfuckers. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking, the thing is, is, I always say this the cops don't afford, they don't look at a black man and say, oh, he's a good one. Yeah, they treat nah, you nah. fucked up until they figure it out. And no matter and what, you, how your parents, no matter nigga, what you're wearing. And that's how I treat cops. They all look the same. You are the fucking enemy. I don't trust you. I'm not talking. I'm not doing none of that. There's they no, you can't get a statement. Yeah. None of that shit. It's sad, man. On that note, let's take a break, man. When we come back, man, we'll talk some more about this, man. Dive this morning's good ghetto gospel, man. Uh, this is Shut Up and Talk on Radius Radio. We'll be right back. and were sent to prison for rape of a jogger here in New York. The men served six to 13 years before their convictions were thrown out. Yesterday, they reached a $40 million settlement with New York City, but as Michelle Miller shows us, that money can't buy back the time the men lost. 25 years after being convicted for a crime he didn't commit, Kevin Richardson, one of the men known as the Central Park Five, feels vindicated. Now, it feels great to have a voice. Because 89, we didn't have one. All we wanted to tell y'all that we didn't do it. In 1989, Richardson and four other teenagers between 14 and 16 years of age were arrested for the brutal rape of a 28-year-old white female jogger in New York City's Central Park. She was dragged down the bushes near what is called the lock, where she was beaten and sexually assaulted. The crime drew national headlines, polarizing an already divided city along racial lines. Raymond Santana served five years in prison. Is this over? Is the page turned? 
to still get up every morning and say, all right, we got to go out there and fight. It's like we haven't even been exonerated. You know, that's how I view it. The victim was left for dead. She had no memory of the attack. There was no DNA evidence linking them to the crime and no witnesses. The case was built on videotaped confessions. Yusuf Salam was 15 years old. I met Raymond Santana in prison. Yeah. We didn't know each other. We didn't know each other. And they painted this picture as if we all knew each other. We all got together and said, hey, man, let's go hang out and do this. And that's not what happened. What do you say to the people out there who just don't believe you're innocent? You know, these people have their mind fixated on us being guilty. We have tried everything we possibly could to prove our innocence. And our innocence has been proven. In 2002, 12 years after they were sentenced, serial rapist and murderer Mateus Reyes confessed, saying he acted alone. The DNA evidence corroborated his story and a judge threw out the convictions. This is a victory story now. This is a perseverance story. This is a story about fighting a good fight and winning. And this is a story about the city doing a, a, a good thing. 22 states now have laws requiring interrogations of minors be recorded. 15 of those states passed the law after the Central Park Five were exonerated in 2002. New York isn't one of them. For CBS This Morning Saturday, Michelle Miller, New York. Let me ask you something, LB. Yeah. So it may this made me think about something that happened during the When They See Us show on Netflix. Um, <clears throat> when the last episode, when Corey was going up for parole. Yeah. If that was you, and the only way you could get out was to say you were remorseful for the crime that you committed, would you been able to do that? You know, when I watched that in. First thing I thought about was me, and I was like, man, if that was me right now today, I'd be like, in a quick, yeah, I did it, I'm sorry if you're going to let me out. But then I had to think about, I had to put myself in his shoes, and I had to think about, they lied to them before and told them, just admit it, and we'll let you go. So to me, even though, it, again, it, it was so hard, I had to keep reminding myself as I watched all four parts that this isn't... Uh, just some movie, some some a box office movie. This really happened. This is real life. So things that I expect to happen, that like what happened in the movie, the climax, and he's great. A hero comes in and saves right, the day. Right. That's not going to happen. Changes here. everything. Yeah. For the better. No. So for me, when I when, when the first time he did it, first time he said, "No, I'm not admitting it." I was like, you know, it went through my head. I'm like, damn, I would probably just admitted it to go home. Mm -hmm. Then I had to think about it from him. Mike, they told them that the day they went, they went for questioning. Right. They told them just admit you raped that lady and you'll go home. And what happened? They, he went to jail for thirteen years. Right. So the I think I would have, I would have definitely been like him, and then definitely by the end, be like, man, I'm not even going there no more. Tell them I'm not going to that hearing because I'm not going to say what they want me to say. And to me, he he had to stick to his guns because he recognized they were not going to let him out. And even if he would have admitted it. If he would have said what they wanted him to say, he would have still been in jail or in prison within himself. Because, mind you, they all got out as sex offenders. They all had to register. That was the other thing that fucked me up. Right, right. As if it wasn't bad enough, they spent all that time in jail. When they got out, they all had to register as sex offenders and couldn't even find work. Or had to find work under different names and get paid on the table. All the bullshit because of the title that hung over their head for a crime they never committed, man. That, that shit was hard. Damn. And even book, you asked the question. You said, "Does that, that does it affect watching the Central Park Five or exonerated Central Park Five? Did that does that change or make me think about my parenting?" And for me, it's just like even watching. It's one thing to watch the movie, and that was that was heart wrenching enough. But then to watch even the the uh, the Oprah interview afterwards, and to see Anton and to see Antron, excuse me, and to see Corey, you know, just you know, the brother still broken, still not right. not right, so to speak. And for me, it's like all I want to do is just protect my kids, you know, my sons especially because the the minute they get it, they get arrested, and even if they do what what they have the right to do, which is to ask questions right. and you know ask for a lawyer, it's not guaranteed their rights are going to be honored. This is correct. It's just you know they got lucky. Yeah, these these fellas got lucky that first of all it happened where it happened, and someone. Didn't let it fall through the cracks. Yeah. Think if this yeah. happened. Well, this does happen in the South. A lot. It happens in small towns. It happens everywhere across America. 
and it's like just just to think how often this happens. Yeah. You, you know what it reminds me of. And nothing happens for them. It you know what it reminded me of, and it 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 took it made me feel the same way I felt when I watched. Uh, I want to say, uh, but it was way like it was worse, but. When I watched, was it a time to kill? Was that the one with right. uh with yep. Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson? He's the father. Yeah, and Matthew Broderick, and when they with them, them dudes, the white dudes kidnapped his daughter and raped her, left her for dead, and then you know basically they get off, mm-hmm. and it's like that, that. It's you. I think you'll never understand if you're listening to this show, and as a black person, uh, you probably you, you you can understand where I'm coming where, where I'm coming from with, with what I'm about to say. Uh, as a uh, as a person of color, let me say you could probably understand. But as a as a white person, those that understand and recognize that they do have privilege just because of their skin, I respect. I, thank you for that. Thank you for recognizing. Thank that. you for acknowledging. Yeah, that. there you go. But there's so many that don't get it that we automatically have already been set up to be failed, and we literally we roll the dice every time we get pulled over mm-hmm. or we get if we're walking down the street and the police happen to say something if we're at a concert or any venue you know we 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 own businesses and even when the police walk into the, to, to our businesses when we when we have to deal with them for business aspects it's still a sense of insecurity because one thing can go wrong and I could end up in handcuffs mm-hmm. and not for me being an ignorant black asshole doing some dumb shit but for me being a a, a successful black man doing all the right things, all it takes is one, uh, a police officer or one official to not like something I'm doing. And they have the power to to literally take away my dignity. That is so scary. And until you have to wake up every day and walk down the street and live in that fear, you'll never understand it. I could never understand them boys. I think, I, I, I would be surprised if them boys have, if they've, if they would even pull, if like if they get pulled over, if they'll even stop the car. Like to me, I'd be one. I'd literally, I think, if I was them, I'd be driving like had to call nine one one. Like, hey, I'm being pulled over. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this you? You know, first of all, okay, I just went on record that they're pulling me over. I don't know what I did, or right, right. hey, I got a tail light out, but I'm about to get it fixed. Just letting you know that I'm gonna let them know. Like literally, man, it's scary shit. The shit is it. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It just feels. You could not be doing anything wrong and the cop can get behind yeah. you. And you, you know, I was just telling you on the break, like, nigga, I, I was driving home from work and the state trooper got behind me. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I got scared as shit. I'm thinking, okay, <clears throat> I'm in the fast lane, but I got to get off at this next exit. Yeah. Will he think I'm trying to get away if I change lanes or, and I know my, my, my registration is, is ended at the end of this month. I have I have insurance. What can he possibly pull me over for? I'm You're not literally speeding. checking off your list Nigga, to make sure. I'm not sure. even paying attention to driving. Yeah. I'm my, all of my mindset is on the police behind me. I'm scared. I'm like, what what would he pull me over for? Why is he still following me? So basically, me? You, you you're focused on surviving. Nigga, it's PTSD <laughs> of the police. Nigga, yeah. you just like you scared. You see all of this stuff. You know, we were talking about not only when they see us, we saw the the latest online with what happened in Arizona. Oh my god! With the, the little girl, the little baby took a fucking dollar store. Come on, bro! Doll, police rushed down on the family and pulling guns, and I'll pull a bullet in your head. And they treated her like she like robbed the place. Not even they, him, her and the father. He got fucking kicked. They put put your baby on the ground. It's hot as fuck. She's like, I'm not putting Especially my baby Arizona. on the ground. Come on, man. Pavement. It's just so much shit that we have to deal with. The, honestly, my first thought is, what did the the, the the dollar store people tell them? Like, what was the call? Well, you know what happened? This is what happened. So I, I'm, I read the story. There was an undercover cop inside of there. And the, they saw the baby took the, 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 the baby doll. So when they leave, that's when they all bust down on them, whatever. So they had already called it in, yeah, like, well, this baby's stealing? Yeah, they called it in from the cop inside of the store. So, you know, so fucked up, the dollar store people didn't even want to press charges. They're like, we're good, we don't care, like, and they did so all So they didn't even that call, shit. that was just somebody. That was somebody already in the store as a, well, as I a think, police But officer. see, even doing that, like, to me, especially watching all these cop shows, I think that was a cop that said, hey, let's teach them a lesson. You know, like, they knew it was just a dog, but it was like, let's teach him a lesson. Yeah. And it's like, at whose cost? Man, that baby is now traumatized for life. There's no get back from that. 
You that they, they ain't the therapy that that make you feel better about that. Mm-hmm. Now, did did, did, she, did she need to steal the dog? No, but what, that's not how we teach our kids not to steal. Let yeah. her parents do that. Right, right. You know, there's other ways All to go about it. All that does is continues the cycle of how we view the police. Come on, Think man. about how those kids are going to view the police. Um, they'll never forget that. Yeah. And, and and it's sad to say, but white people don't go through that. Mm-mm. They're not, a, they're afforded the, the right of innocent until they're proven lucky guilty. lucky enough to not Nigga, have to the Black to people, we got to go through hell. What would have happened if the motherfucker shot him? And we've seen that before. Come on now. Over a fucking dollar baby doll. That's just bro. No common sense. It's because it's because cops are already scared of black people. Mm-hmm. Because of the way that we're portrayed, not in just media, every the way we are portrayed, we're just these monsters, gang bangers, gangsters. Even you go back to when they see us. Yeah. They use the term. That we use every fucking oh, day, back literally. Wilding, even just wilding. now, we, we use it wilding. now, yeah. And they literally uh. took the word as wild, yeah, wild, like wild, unkempt motherfucking monster. It was funny to me that they literally the way they even the, said it. I was yeah. like, y'all don't even y'all love our culture, but they don't understand our culture. They use that as a fucking talking point. Yeah, you know, you guys went to the park and was wilding. Wild. I'm like. Nigga, that's New York, wilding. Y'all was wilding. Here's my thing, bro. I've been to them circles. Not even when I was when I was quote unquote wilding. Yeah. But just like out, we all juice, maybe yeah. from a party or something. Yeah. But young. Just You're going down the street. We're not afforded the yeah, fact of being bruh, a child, man. Bruh. We can't play with fucking toy Come guns. On. We can't go to Walmart and look in the gun section, the air pistols. We can't wear hoodies. We can't be assembled more than two. We can't. Come, it's so much we can't shit. Do nothing, bro, because they so that I, I hate a lot of people. A lot of these men have been shot. Many and women have been shot and murdered because of the cops fear them. Yeah. And that's not our fault. It's not my fault. I'm big and black. Like I told, I was I was telling somebody. You know, I went I went to uh, uh, I was consulting in Montana, and one thing I was teaching the, the the staff. I said, you don't have to come on a unit yelling at these boys. I said, look at. I said, imagine me. I said, I'm already a big black dude. Why do I need to come with you to yell at a little white boy? Or a little black boy, for that matter. Why do I need to yell to get my point across? I said, that's the first thing I got to shake, is get out of this mindset of talking to these people. Like, you even you might talk to your kids. You might get, you know, use your, raise your voice to your kids to give them to do whatever you want, you know, to give them to do what they need to do. That's your, that's your prerogative, whatever. But that's not, you don't have to be that person. It's mm-hmm. like in the same breath, these folks automatically look at us. They're already scared of us because of what we look like. It's funny they want to be like us until they get treated like us. Right. Then all that shit go out the window. Ah. Then it's like, oh, no, I didn't sign up for this part. Hold on. And I, I think to me that that's the worst part, and that's what sucks about it, man. That's that's scary, man. I think for me is is just teaching my sons. Even I was going to say, son. how does this affect your parenting, man? Oh, especially my oldest son. Right? How does he's it affect? It's about to be 17. Boys, he's... You know, he's, he's athletic, you know, he's big, shit taller than me, so he, he definitely don't look his age. And the biggest thing is all you can do is just try to raise him up and teach him, man. Be smart. Shut up. Don't, you know, especially with him, you know, he goes to Napa a lot around around a lot of, you know, white kids and stuff like that. So you just want to teach him, like, you know, this this we can't do what everybody can do. That's the, that's the first thing. I think that's the main thing you got to teach your kids is they need to know that it's, it's it's unfair, but we can't do like everybody else does. You know what I think the scary part of the parenting comes into place? We have to realize that our kids didn't come up like we did. Yeah. So they're going to have a different... Yeah. There's yeah. two ways your kids can... Three ways your kids can take it. Ah, you full of shit. I never went through that. Yeah, yeah. Or they can be like... Um, you know, they can be really woke by what's going on. Yeah, and aware. And then the third part is they can kind of get upset with us because they like, we ain't y'all, we ain't taking that shit. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And hopefully our kids grow up to be the last one. Yeah, hopefully. I ain't taking that shit. You know, we got, we grew up, even though in the family it was said, you know, in your household, don't trust the cops, don't talk to, don't trust white people. But we still had to put on the face when we went mm-hmm. in public. Yeah, yeah. I don't want my kids to put on no fucking face. I, I want my to be themselves. Yeah. Nah, but fuck you. And that's where I want it to to get out of the mentality of, 
oh man, this still happens to, okay, we know this shit happened. We need to act accordingly. That's who I want it to be yeah. for my kids. I don't want them to be afraid because if you look back on them when they see us, every kid in there was afraid. Oh my God. Just I want my child, if they were put in that situation, don't be afraid. Know that you're doing the right thing and ain't nothing they can say to make you break or persuade you to lie. That's that's, that's the that's only it. thing that I say that would change. I, honestly, man, I like how the one dude said, you know, uh, he said if my kids go in there, uh, what I'm trying to think was teach kids, don't say nothing to your lawyer, get there. And then Ramon stood up and said, I'm their lawyer, you know. But like literally, like that's that's what that's what I'm gonna teach my kids. Don't say nothing till I get there or a lawyer gets there. Don't tell yep. them shit. It is sad because you 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 want to be able to teach your kids that if you know you did nothing wrong, let them know the truth let and go with it. But you can't even trust the truth. Well, see, and you know, this is part of the parenting. You got to think about, um, I think back to this story. I don't know if you know this story. It happened in New York. I remember, this is one of the first court stories that I remember as a kid. And it happened way in New York. And it's the first time I ever saw Al Sharpton. There's a girl, her name is Tawana Brawley. Mm. The big story that Al Sharpton was on her side she got raped by white guys. Okay. She got raped by four, five, multiple white dudes. And the big thing was, we need justice for Tawana Brawley. Come to find out, she pulled a Morton Downey Jr. Oh, shit. She lied. And you know why she lied? Because how strict her parents were. Are you serious? The, the, the communication between her and her parents wasn't that great. So she, she had to come up with a story of why she came home late. See what I mean? And instead of just going with something simple. And it it fucked up the credibility of black people as a whole. Because once one black person does it, as you already know, we all do it. Yeah. Um, but I think about that, and I think us as parents, we need to keep that avenue of communication open. So when this does happen, yeah. your kids feel comfortable enough to say, fuck no, Talk I didn't you. do that. Yeah. You know me. I'm your kid. But that's also that's all about relationships. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the first thing. You want to be able to believe your kid. And, and the one thing I love about my mama is my mama would go in and she knew what she knew me enough that she'd tell the the principal, whoever, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Or, no. yeah, he now, did that. If you said he did this shit, yeah, I would exactly. understand it. Talking and, that, and sassing and yeah, all that. That's, yeah, that's Because the thing you're getting away with it. Yeah. But I think the the whole thing with when they see us, it cha- it should. I uh, hopefully it changes the way we parent, and it gives us a perspective of our kids have evolved from scary black kids of white mm-hmm. figures in authority to, hey, have self love, have yeah. confidence, yeah. fuck what they talk. I don't care what they said you did. Yeah. If you know you didn't do it. You stand on your word there you go. until I get there or whatever. Don't, you know, don't talk to them or anything like that. I think in the older generations, even ours, you know, even though we were taught those things, but we still had to act a certain way around yeah, white yeah, people. Yeah. We, we, we did. That's part. And it's still, we did. sadly, we did. as much as we, we, we wish it wasn't that case, especially nowadays with so many interracial kids and everything, but you still got to teach your we kids still. that you can't trust it. Can't. And you can't do what Tommy does. Mm-mm. You know, Tommy, you know, could talk to them crazy and yeah. whatever. Don't do that. Don't make that yeah. mistake. Don't forget who you are and what skin you're in. Right. That's yeah. the sad reality. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, we have to teach those two. It's crazy as people of color has to have two realities, but it's the truth. We got our reality and yeah. the reality people think we are. And you got to be able to know how to navigate through both of them motherfuckers. Well, Come that. on, man. Hey, on that note, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, man, we're going to dive. We, we're going to wrap up the show. I want to talk quickly, uh, real quick, about uh, what Jay-Z did and what Bill Cosby did over Father Day weekend. More uh, Shut Up and Talk after this. We'll be right back, y'all. We are back. This is Shut Up and Talk Radius Radio. Hey, man, before we get up out of here, I want to uh, definitely got to shout out Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z did a real powerful move, man. And, and I really, I'm loving the, the way he's working these days. Jay-Z literally has become like an OG, not just by age, because nigga over 50. But by just the moves he's making, uh, we know, first of all, that, you know, he put up uh, money uh, for uh, uh, Meek Mill's defense. Uh, then who was the other dude that was just in jail that he put up money for? Uh, um, he, It was for the... the- Rock Nation put up for... Uh, the, the, well, the latest one I saw is actually the story we were talking about. about yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, uh, but the the latest one is for the we talked about the the uh, the little girl that ran out with the 
Barbie doll or whatever. Or it wasn't a Barbie doll. They don't sell Barbies at Dollar Store, but it was a knockoff Barbie. Right. And uh, they had her. They had the family at gunpoint, like Buck said, literally ordering the dad to the ground, ordering the mom to the ground with her baby in hands, yelling. I mean, just real disrespect. Matter of fact, I got. I'm, I'll play the audio uh, of the altercation. Uh, I don't know how good or how bad it is, but I want to. We'll play it real quick. The shit was just so. I don't know, man. It's, like I said, this, it's so numbing. It seems like every week, every Something couple else. times yeah. a week, we see this shit. It's getting exhausting. Like it's, it's like damn, another one. Something I, else. I think the flooding of all these things are doing damage to us because we're desensitized to it. Remember, we were yeah, on air. Yeah. We saw Philando Castillo yeah, get shot. Yeah. We were on air during this show. It was right after I forgot what was his name. It was right after... Eric Gardner. Was it Eric Gardner? Was it after no. when he got choked out? It was Eric Gardner. It was somebody before him. The dude at the store that was selling the CDs. Oh, down in Louisiana. Yeah. Yep. That was, yep. It was right after that happened. Yep. We were yep. on air talking about that. And then I got a text. The story comes through. Yeah. Uh, somebody tagged me in the, in the live feed of Philando Castle. And, and we all witnessed what happened there. And it, that was one of the moments where it's like... This shit didn't really just happen. Like we didn't just witness this, and we thought it was fake. It was like, is this a real right, video? Right, Did they really? Right. This shit really just happened with the four-year-old stepdaughter in the back seat. Um, I just think all of this—they're flooding us with it to desensitize, desensitize us to it. Yeah. Kind of like how when they see us, like I said, we knew the story, but we didn't know the ramifications of what yeah. those boys and those men went through after all that time in prison. For nothing. Because sadly, it just becomes, oh, shit, another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, you know, you can only cry for so long before it's like, damn, okay, this is just what they do with us. Unless somebody steps up and stops it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Like I said, we don't, you know, you've said on the show, we've said it. We don't have any leaders. Where's the, where's the you know, Al Sharptons and Jesse Jacksons of our time, you yeah. know, that are willing to step up mm-hmm. and march and, and come to the home and say, hey, we heard what happened. Mm-hmm. We want to help. And this is where I got to give Jay-Z props right now because that's kind of what he's doing. He's stepping up and saying, hey, okay, I'll help. And for Jay-Z, what he did, he said he, he's paying for the lawyer for the family. Right. You know, so they can get justice. You know, regardless, there was no reason for that, for the trauma and everything else. The city needs to be sued, if nothing else, so that that little, that little girl and the baby can be in somebody's therapy. I'm sorry. That's going to be traumatizing. You'll never trust the police again. That didn't show you how to let the police. That showed you how to do the exact opposite when it comes to police. Uh, here's the uh, audio of uh, the altercation. She holding the baby. You trying to put her on the ground. Man. Uh, see, this man, you just want, man. Duffy, go get our kids. Hurry up. Duffy, go get our kids. And the lady is pregnant. Duffy, go get the, go get her kids. She bringing it. That don't make no sense, bro. Over a fucking doll. Mm-hmm. A dollar store doll. Come on, man. That's not even a... It's a fucking misdemeanor. And y'all got... Y'all wasted more taxpayer money with all them cops trying to arrest him. And with the paperwork, then it's going to be for the fucking doll. Bro, it's about fear. They're so scared of us. For what reasons? Like I said, they have their own reasons. It's the problem with having cops who don't know they fucking community. Yeah. You having these people who ain't never lived in the community that they police in. Yeah, so they don't know and the they people. Don't know they the don't people. know they don't they don't And they do, scared. They don't do outreach. They don't do none of this shit. They just see black people as these fucking monsters. And they're yeah. afraid of them. And we gotta use brutal force. 
to do the minimal fucking job that's even needed. That's crazy as hell, man. Hell no, I can't. I, that, that's, that just pisses me off, bro. But this, it also, I, like, I love what Jay-Z's doing. And this one, I've got to give props to Kim Kardashian. Uh, you know, regardless whether you love, you know, you love her, the Kardashians and anything else, you got to love what she's doing for uh, what she, her part in prison reform. And really, and the main thing, if nothing else, if you don't want to give her props for anything else other than using her own money, she's financing, trying to do her part with prison reform, and I got to get props for that. Right. They are actually getting people out of jail, you know, actually attempting to make a difference. Shout out to her legal team that's, that she's funding. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even if that, you know, some folks don't want to give her any props. And they say, well, well and, 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 and they're not going to give props unless it's their family. Members. Yeah, naturally. You know what I'm saying? So any anything helps. You know, I, I've never been the one that look at entertainers as the civil rights leaders or or leaders outside of the entertainment industry because I don't feel they have that, they they shouldn't have that responsibility, but we're in a different time, man. We're in a different time of day. Like Our leaders are handpicked, usually corrupt, so if anybody can do it on their own and they're able to, I accept it. I think I give her more props because she's a social media, you know, she's not not like an actress or, you know, a celebrity in that fashion, you know. She was- That's what I'm saying, it's different nowadays. She got famous. By the people. It's so, different now that yeah. it's, it's not, you're not appointed. It's not where somebody hired you and you're on TV yeah, and see yeah. you all the time. It's that, it's where she actually was one of us. Yeah. People, you can say what the fuck you want to say. Yeah. Kim Kardashian was a nobody yeah, at some she point. Was. Hell yeah. And now she is a somebody and she's actually using what she's, she's, uh, became to, yeah. to help people of lesser fortune. So I, I'm with the shit. Her, yeah. Jay Z, anybody else that helps these people doing it right. Meek um, Mill. But, but I will say you don't have to be a fucking superstar to help. Nah, do your part locally in your own city, yeah. your own state. Yeah. Just get man. Just help somebody, man. Even yeah. if it's protesting or nothing, it's a protest. But be a part of a protest. How about it? You know what, bro? I don't even think protests help. They. This is what happens with protests. Think about the majority of people that protest. Do those people vote? No, no. So no, that's well, the problem. Well, here's one thing I see out here: either they can vote and don't, or they can't vote and don't give a damn. Some people protest for fame, for for the shine. Yeah, because it's social it. media now. Yeah, Let's yeah. go out there and get the get the video and get the picture of me holding the picket sign, and I'm doing my part. They had an individual uh, out here in New Mexico that was protesting. And- they were protesting child abuse. They were protesting all these kids that are being abused by their parents, and and the parents are getting off on it. The parents are going free, mm-hmm. but they 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 marched in protest in front of the police station. And I said, why are they why are you protesting at the police station? Because CYD is the one See, that is is letting these kids these kids go back to their parents. You understand? As police do their job, which is to detain. Yeah. Period. Yeah. They don't they don't do the innocence. They don't do if somebody's guilty. Some cases. It is a good thing to protest at the police station. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This like what happened in Arizona. Yeah, no because question. The police were in the that fucking was a, police were involved. It's their fault. But the police is not the begin all end all when it comes to a lot of this. When well, you got child abuse and stuff, see, well, out here is CYFD in California, CPS, whatever child protective services, whatever your child protective government is, that's who you should be protesting because those are the ones they open up these accounts, especially if it's a case where somebody has reported a kid being abused before. The minute of abuse report goes out, CPS, CYFD, whatever, they have to investigate it. Then they get the police involved if it's something serious or if they, they find something once they investigate it. So if you're really trying to trying to make a difference and see something change right. when it comes to abuse of kids, you need to deal with your you child protective to, or CYFD. Yes, you have to go to the proper establishment. These cops ain't giving a fuck. Uh, before we get out of here, I got, I got to shout out Bill Cosby. I think what he's doing, I think what he did this past Father's Day weekend shout was Shout out amazing. to OJ, too, nigga. Yeah, OJ, yeah, OJ. Twitter, I, 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 are you following me? Hell yeah. Hey, I that follow nigga, him quick. So, that nigga sent Look. somebody a, a stabbing emoji, Look. bro. You just shut up. No, no he sent the dude a big knife emoji. Bro, here's what I Bill, like. Man. Here's what I like about OJ. OJ came out the park. He said, nigga, all y'all been talking shit. First thing he said, nigga, Chloe is not mine. He said, I've never messed with uh, Chris. Yeah. said, we've never had a romantic relationship. Now, Hey. I love him for that. Just keep it raw. Like, man, I right. Can we officially call him Uncle OJ? Yeah, that's Uncle OJ, OJ right OJ here. Now. Uncle OJ will shut up and talk. You got to give him the, Look. The, the, the proper yeah, motherfucking yeah. name. Uncle the crazy-ass Uncle OJ crazy right there. Uncle OJ. Hey, so Bill Cosby reportedly gave lectures in prison. Well, it's given lectures in prison about life, parenting, and drug use. Some folks got mad because he actually put a tweeted on Father's Day and called himself America's dad. 
And some people actually jumped on it. It was like, you're not America's dad. And of course, they went to go after what happened to him in prison or what the reason he's in prison. But the reality is, for many years, when I say many, I mean for decades, he was known as America's dad. Right. So you can't take that away from regardless mm-hmm. how you feel about his, uh, you know, about why man, he got incarcerated. I don't act like he's a real fucking criminal. Come now. on, Come man. Come on, man. This nigga is Bill Cosby. He got some good words for these dudes. So they said Bill Cosby practically raised a generation with his hit TV show, The Cosby Show. It should come as no surprise that th- then that Cosby is channeling his character of the all-American dad and is lecturing fellow inmates about parenting, drug abuse, and life in general. According to Cosby's rep, Andre White, the famed actor slash comedian has been holding his lecture series for about three months now and lectures around four times a week. He said to be urging inmates to reconnect with their children as a way of preventing another generation of men behind bars and has spoken to inmates about the importance of finding post-prison work. Cosby also spoke about staying clean and offered tips on living a drug-free lifestyle during his lectures that mix comedy and paternal wisdom. Wyatt stated these are the types of men he has always wanted to get his messages across to right. for years, and now he has a totally captive audience. Right. To me, this is, it, I, I agree, this is what he should have been doing even if he wasn't in jail. A lot of the stuff that he was saying didn't make sense because he was talking about being you. Well, the he was nigga, talking about your average person on the street. Well, not even that. And he, the, the audience he was doing this at was at college. Yeah, college yeah, 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 yeah. Those are not the people that no. you were talking. To me, when you do that, you're talking down on someone. Yeah, yeah. So you're not trying to uplift them. Now, so these ones in jail have made mistakes. They do need that 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 that, that rearing, if you will, and, and that encouragement and, and reminder and teaching them some, some different ways of dealing with you know their kids and all that good stuff. So I commend Bill Cosby for what he's doing. Also, like that, nowhere in it doesn't say anything about this being part of any plea deal or anything. No, it's but not, yeah. we said it from day one. Our killer, Bill Cosby, got three to ten years in jail. Bill Cosby will probably do two, if if it, it maybe a little more. It might make I him stretch so, to three. Man. I don't, but yeah, I, I don't. Hope I don't this nigga get out. Yeah, and I'm I sorry, hope when he man. Get out, he kill it. I want. Yeah, hey, hey, I want to go back comedy. I, everything I, like. No, I, I, I want him on comedy, but I want some real. I don't want the cookie cutter shit. I want Bill to come out cussing. Yeah, talk about it. Like get it off your chest. Now like, I'm a nigga. I'm yeah. gonna show y'all what the. But I'm an educated nigga. So real shit. I hope like he gets his word out and he. Hopefully this people. this time has reminded him who his true fans are and who he is. Sadly, rally. No matter how much money you got, you still a nigga in the eyes of some people, and they gonna treat you accordingly. With that being said, man, we ain't gotta go home, but we gotta get the hell up out of here. Yes, sir. Same time, same place. Uh, 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 tomorrow, man. Tune in. Let's do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another hot since show. We man. Since we don't have the show Thursday, let's go. No, you know what we gonna do? We gonna do it from the show, nigga. We gonna do it from the comedy. Hell show. yeah, That's hell yeah. Do. Let's do That's it. Do. We'll be live from Bucks Comedy Show on Thursday night. Yes, sir. But uh, tune in, man. Make sure you share this podcast with somebody. If you like what you hear, you like what, you, what, what we got going on. Let somebody else know about it. Share it. Or it's if available. You got, if you got subjects, shoot us subjects. Definitely shoot us inbox us. We'll talk about anything. You can find uh, uh, us at facebook.com slash shut up and talk official. That's facebook.com slash shut up and talk official. Feel free to inbox us. Give us your stories. Give us your ideas, and we'll be sure to use them, man. We on Twitter as well. Yeah. So shut up and talk on Twitter. There you go, man. Next time, Disneyland, we'll get to together. Uh, till next time, man. Y'all be safe.